Suicide is something that affects all of us, and we can all play a part in saving lives. Make a difference in your community by walking out of the darkness with us on Saturday, September 10th at Pier 27. Help spread awareness and understanding. Send the message that help is available and raise funds for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Find a walk near you at AFSP.org slash walksf Bay Area. All right, chime time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. It's the 30th time we did that open because Shime couldn't get the open. All right, it's the second. Reason. No, it was the 30th. Why are you going to lie to the people? It's rude of you. <laughs> My apologies. Someone else broke the equipment there. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Not too much, Mud. How, do you, how are you today? Uh, day one, post-legalized sports betting here in Massachusetts. Uh, did you have to consult a doctor yesterday because it lasted uh, too long? Or are you good? No, I, I will be honest. I, I we, we talked here and then we talked in the show last night, and I got a couple texts after the show last night from people that were listening, and they were very... Uh, complimentary saying that we did a good job and the station deserves credit and blah, blah, blah. But, 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 I had mentioned on Monday night last night that I had heard from someone that November 1st, well, 90 days, was a good target date for the retail sports betting to operate. Mo- everyone that I've oh, talked wow. to, okay. well, let's back up. Uh, that was what I said on the show. Now, let I'll, I'll actually I'll work forwards. And I was told basically last night I'm probably being aggressive with that. And that the people involved, this is not at the, the state level or the, uh, the Mass Gaming Commission, but this is from people that are working at these facilities that are going to offer legalized sports betting. I won't say which casino, but a certain casino. They said they've been told NFL playoffs slash Super Bowl. Okay. So it might be more delayed than I thought. So I'm not saying I didn't have to consult the doctor. It was still a very good day. But I'm now getting conflicting reports, um, some saying Mass Gaming Commission expedited, ready to go. People at the facility that would know telling me maybe I'm a little early in my timeline. So I was so, out to dinner last night with uh, my girlfriend and her mother, and uh, they were asking me about it. because they knew how They knew how excited I was about this, so they were asking yeah. me about it. And I explained to them, I said, if they get this up by January 1st so I can catch the end of the NFL playoffs and in time for the Super Bowl and then March Madness, I think that's good. I think we're, we'll be okay with that. And so, like, I'm not – the fact that the bill passed, I am thrilled about. But, like, the idea that it goes week one of the NFL season is very much like a – a pipe dream, I think. But if it happens, I'll be elated. And if not till the new year or Thanksgiving, if, if we can get it even quicker, like, great. That's fine with me, too. Um, ultimately, the bill has passed. That's what matters most. It's going to happen. Now it's just a matter of time to get it up and running. Yeah, and that's that's going to be the process now. Uh, the governor still has not signed it. I'm wondering if he does some sort of, like, ceremonial signing, like at Encore or Raynham or one of these places is going to happen. Oh, nice. Thing. I'm sure he's going to. Uh, he's not signed it yet. He's got, I don't know. I don't care about that part. He's going he's gonna to sign it. He's, there's no reason for him not to sign it, so it'll go into law, and then they will uh, start the process. But, no, I would say overall, Shime, you know, day later, it feel like good day. Made some progress here in the state, which is pretty rare. Yeah, which is extremely rare, especially in a state like Massachusetts. So I'm very happy. Uh, we are taking a step in the right direction, even if it takes a little bit longer than we may hope. Uh, that's okay. It's, it, it, it's going to happen. It is in the process, and we will get there, and that's what matters most. So any uh, news we get, uh, either sort of uh, that's out there that we can pass along or things that we get uh, privately, we'll certainly you know, pass along on this show and on Mud at Night. But uh, for now, they, they move forward. People are taking credit for it that probably don't deserve credit for it, but that's what politicians do, Sean. They want to get all the shine. Exactly. 
All the shine, none of the criticism. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, really good day yesterday, but I'm prepared now fully in the football season and through the end of golf to be uh, you know, driving up to the great state of New Hampshire. So that's that's that. I will The the, the miles will continue. Governor uh, Sununu, well, I, I'm, not, I'm not bailing on the great state of New Hampshire yet. Uh, bet down there, and I am uh, got a, a trip planned for not this Saturday, but I think next weekend. Uh, wife, just the wife and I, no kids. For a little Saturday day and night down at Mohegan Sun. Oh, Hang hell out yeah. At the FanDuel Sportsbook. So nice. uh, we'll have some news on that coming up as well. They're doing some stuff with fantasy football that I think we can get our audience involved in. So uh, looking forward to that. As far as the baseball for tonight, Chime, I, I, I started the pregame. I did part of the pregame. I didn't write the open because I feel like there could be so many trades between now and when I go on the air at 7 for the pregame. Yeah. It doesn't seem worth it. And I also... I have an idea for people to bet, but I don't know who's going to be in the lineup tonight. Behind Bloom said they expect to be very active. So it it seems reckless to give you a baseball bet when I have no idea what the Red Sox lineup might look like tonight at 8-10. Yeah, I went with it last night, and I kind of fell on my face. But I'm going to go with Houston on the run line again tonight just because it feels like there's a black cloud over the Red Sox right now, at least in the locker room, right? I thought so last night, too, and guess what? I gave out Red so- uh, Houston minus one and a half runs at plus 120 and thought it was a lock, and they, lo- they lost the game outright, for God's sakes. Yeah, and I and I understand that, but, I mean, it was, you know, you get a Jaron Duran home run. Like, it's whatever. It, it, they, they, I, I, w- I don't want to say they got lucky. They got a pretty good pitching performance as well, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's not like they dominated. And, and – they that was the first time they won back to back games in a month. I I don't think there's any shock they win three in a row. Um, and again, I just feel like there is this weird black cloud over the locker room right now. The trading of Vasquez, those guys loved him, especially the manager. Uh, JD does not seem very happy right now. Ovaldi knows his future is in question here. Um, and so I just don't unless you see like a big trade that the Red Sox make, which I I doubt we'll see. Like getting talent on this team. Um, I don't. I, I just don't see them having the confidence to go out and win two in a row against Houston. I just. I can't see it. Yeah, and I, I said it. I. I thought for sure. Um, you know, they were going to try to do both here and try to per- appease the fan base by acquiring some major league talent, but also training a couple of guys. And that's apparently what they're going to do. Uh, the response last night was not good on my show. What was the response among Red Sox fans today with the moves they made yesterday, Sean? Uh, there were a couple people that were pissed. One one caller in particular was losing his mind about the uh, Red Sox front office. Uh, and then there's other callers that like get it or like say that they get it. And you know the Red Sox are sellers. It's fine. They're not that good. Blah blah blah. But I just I, I think the way they have approached this has been very bad for business uh, overall. I just think. They, uh, Heim Bloom seems like he's sitting on a fence, and you need to, if you want to sell, fine, sell. But if you want to buy, be a buyer. Don't sit there and half buy, half sell. Like, don't go trading your catcher who's hit, hitting 285 if you're going to tell me you're going to be a buyer at the deadline because this team can compete. Like, that's that's a pile of horse manure, and we all know it. So, I, I just, I, I get it. If you want to be a seller, sell, like, I, fine, but don't sit on the fence, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess I'm going to wait to be critical or supportive of Bloom's trade deadline until tomorrow on the show. I want to see what happens to now at 8 o'clock. I I sort of get the Vasquez thing. They did not want to bring him back. Um, They liked his offense, but they don't like his defense. I can tell you they don't like the way he calls games. A lot of times they've had the bench call games for him, uh, and Bloom has thought about that for the last year and a half. I know the team likes him, but Bloom thinks that it's it's not a huge loss for them. Uh, And the prospects they got back for a rental? At least on paper, are are pretty damn good. Yeah, the, the kid first Valdez one in particular. Yeah, he's he in double A AA and triple A has twenty plus doubles, twenty plus home runs. He doesn't have defensive position chime, 
but he's a really good offensive player. And for a rental, for a guy that Vasquez might not re-sign there in Houston long term, I thought that, that maybe that's his thing. Because in the Philadelphia trade he made a couple of years ago where he got Seabold and Pavetta for two rentals and Hembry and Workman, that was a good return. Maybe that's his thing is extracting value for returns. Because I, I, I like that. Um, Tommy Pham can probably bat lead off for them and keep Jaron Duran. It's a fourth outfielder, which is good. Um, the 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 Deekman Guire thing. I mean, Deekman is terrible. Deekman, I was looking up today. He uh, on uh, one of the the metrics that we had for pitcher shine. He like I think he's tied for second in meltdowns, and he's third uh, th- second worst in meltdowns, and like third worst in bullpen some advanced metric. Like, he's awful. So they got him off the books for next year, which is good. But I want to see between now and what they do at six o'clock because I he's going to try to do both. It's tough to do both. And so he better be damn good. I think Rob wrote this today on the website. Like this is a defining, you know, next ten hours or so for High and Bloom how he's going to handle this thing. Yeah, I, I can't make very much of the Tommy Pham situation. I mean, it's a guy who in his last two hundred and seventy-seven games is hitting a, a whopping two thirty-one. Uh, <laughs> so I, he is nothing more than another version of Jackie Bradley. Like it's that's all he is to me. And he probably isn't even. He's just he's not worth anything. He's nothing but roster filler. And same with Reese McGuire. He's a fine defensive catcher with basically no offensive prospects whatsoever. Uh, so I don't, and also a guy who has his own uh, issues. So um, I, I just I, I I don't like anything that they've done so far. I like you you make the point of trading Vasquez. I get it. They don't love necessarily his defense. I understand that, and that's fine. But at the same time, you didn't really have a great replacement. Like I like Kevin Ploiecki. He's not the guy. Uh, Reese McGuire is not going to be the guy. Um, so you didn't really have. You really don't have anyone of value to step into those shoes. Well, you want me to tell you what, what they're what they're counting on when he gets back? Connor Wong. They oh, want to give Connor Wong a long look. As oh boy. The and I and I I'm convinced. I, this is just my own opinion, not insider information. I know they they want to give Wong a shot. Uh, I think it's because they he's getting Bloom is getting shredded because of the lack of return of the bet deal. I think he's going to try to force feed Connor Wong the last couple of months to prove he got a major league catch. Yeah, that's a that's bad my idea. that's my gut feeling. Yeah, and you know what, Mike, you might be right. And it's just I don't I I don't know, man. I don't like what we've been doing. Uh, I hate the mentality because uh, I there doesn't seem to be any conviction in anything that the Red Sox are doing right now. Um and that is to me spells death for the season and not a lot of hope death. for the future. So death. I just I'm the more I see what Bloom is doing, the more I hate it. Um, and if he continues to do mediocre to nothingness here at the deadline except sell, and then Xander Bogarts walks at the end of the season and you get nothing, I'm going to lose my mind. I, I yeah, got- it's a huge, huge day and a huge six months for Bloom. Because I, you, have Bo- you mentioned Bogarts, Shime. You mentioned the Devers contract coming up. Like there, This is a huge stretch between now and the – Really, the the end of the off season in the in this winter. Yeah, because it's I, huge, I remember Red huge. Sox ownership telling us the whole reason they wanted to bring in a guy like Bloom over Dombrowski is because they want sustained success. Well, you're currently in last place in your AL East. I understand yep. that the AL East is very good this year. I, I get that, but at the same time, you're in last place behind the Baltimore freaking Orioles, um, and who just traded Trey Mancini, by the way. Also stupid. Yeah, dumb. Uh, they're finally in a playoff run. They trade their best player. That makes sense. Anyways. Um, you're you're currently in last place. Like I thought, we were trying to avoid this. If you're gonna be in last place, then get me a World Series trophy within the next three years. Do the Dombrowski. I'm fine with that. I don't give I don't give a rat's behind if you're bottom of the league, top of the league, back and forth, back and forth. I don't I don't give a shit. That's fine because you're bringing home a trophy every four years, and to me, that's worth it. Every four years to have a a, 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 a 
World Series title makes being in last place place a year or two worth it. So if Bloom's not going to do that and it's just going to be mediocrity for five years, fire him now. I'm done with him. I don't want it. I, I want nothing to do with that. Yeah, he's going to get this offseason, and if he blows this up, man, I, I, I could see him absolutely gone after next year. I really think it's that it's that severe of a, 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 a severe situation. The way you're talking about it shines how a lot of fans think about it. Ownership is going to be reactionary to this, so if he Fs this up in the next, let's call it six months, uh, I think he probably will be gone. As far as the Red Sox tonight, Cutter Crawford's going. Had a really good July. Uh, had an ERA of under three. In July, he's only 1-1, one and one, but he was a great surprise. He's been a really good rookie pitcher for them, which I did not expect coming. Uh, one issue for him is against lefties. Uh, he's given up 13 of his 16 extra base hits to left-handed batters. So if you're building DFF lineups tonight, I'm looking at prop bets. I would look at Jordan Alvarez, who's an absolute monster. Kyle Tucker on the left side as well. Uh, Trey Mancini will probably be in there tonight making his uh, debut. Probably Christian Vasquez too, right? We'll get Vasquez against the Red Sox tonight, which would be a lot of interest. So left-handers against uh, Cutter Crawford have been successful this year. Look at them for props and for building your DFS lineups. I will be playing uh, Tucker and Alvarez in my DraftKings lineup tonight as I try to secure some of these. They're doing these uh, small tournaments on DK. They're a dollar. And uh, the top five of the 29 people in the, the tournament get a free Millie Maker ticket for week one of the NFL season. So oh, trying to nice. collect like five or six of those if I can. Oh, it would yeah. be nice to have as, as weapons going into the NFL season, which, by the way, Gets underway Thursday. Hall of Fame game is Thursday, isn't it? Isn't it? Yes, it is, baby. Las Vegas Raiders. Let's go. Raiders. Oh, my. I'm. Talk about having to to visit a doctor for something lasting too long. Are you going to watch that game? Are you into it? Of course I am. I am am so into a football Hall of Fame game. Give it all. Inject it squarely into my veins. What's annoying? Why, Why is there no line for the game on DK right now? I, I clicked on NFL. Where's my preseason football lines? I thought for sure I'd have a line in this game, right? Hold on. I got it right here. It's uh, Vegas minus one. I like the, I, I like the Raiders. I, I do, too. Are you going to take it on the Jaguars, Oh, uh, wait bro. a second. Wait, 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 wait. Let's back up. You know what? I'm not going to comment. I'm going to actually think about this. I'll have a pick for this game. There will be a pick for the opening. Oh, I already have here. a lock for this game. Do you want? Let's save that for tomorrow. We've okay. had a very full show already. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, react to the trade deadline tomorrow. Shine's going to lock for the Hall of Fame game. I'll save my thoughts for Thursday. Subscribe to the podcast. If you're going to bet on sports in Massachusetts next year, this year, wherever it uh, goes fine live, uh, help us out. Subscribe, iTunes, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. BetQL Boston, which is uh, at some point, Shine, we're going to get 100 followers. That's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. That's happen. We're slowly getting there. Uh, BetQL Boston on Twitter. BetQL Boston on Twitter. Anything else for the people today, Chris Shine? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, you know, I'd be happy that sports betting is here. Football is right around the corner. We get a game on Thursday, and then the oh. Patriots play a week from Thursday. Um, buddy, we're in business. Like, this is, we're here. Uh, I know, I know. I hate wishing summer away, but at the same time, August is, is has already begun. Summer is fading away, and it, it is just about time for football season yet again, my friend. Uh, where'd you go to dinner last night? Local? Uh, yeah, I just went to a place called the Firewater Tavern. It's actually part of uh, Wamaset Lanes. So, oh, nice! I like yeah. that. So, been, nice I've little not place. Been to that one yet? Okay. Uh, my kids went back to Patriots training camp for a second time in five days. <laughs> Addicted, huh? Well, they they didn't know they weren't getting the full pad experience last week. Ah, okay. So, so they, they wanted can, the pads. They convinced my wife that they wanted to see the actual hitting, and then one of my uh, son's friends was going, so they were meeting up there. So, ended up working well. But as he left, uh, I'll give a um, – oh, God, this is – uh, sorry to embarrass you, Carter. But as as he left the house today, he ran back in to grab a pen and a notebook and said, Dad, I want to take notes for you and Shime on the, 
on the podcast. So we may I have love some, it. I love Car- the dedication, Car- Carter. Some, Car- some Carter camp notes uh, tomorrow here on the podcast. Oh, we can post that on weei.com. That'll be a better article than what Fitzy wrote. Better than Andy Hart every single day of the week. <laughs> that's for sure. Thank you, Shime. Thanks, Mud. See you tomorrow.